Facts may not care about your feelings, but fats and fat cells love them. <laughs> eat it, just eat it, just eat it, just eat it. And it's time for another unbuckled, bumpy ride with your guide, the stark-raving lunatic himself. I'm Jim. Let's jump right in again. Welcome to my podcast based on my brand new book, available on Amazon, Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N. It's a year-long guide to gratitude and our daily grind. The book that combines some timeless wisdom from a whole lot of the world's wiser people with the reflections, reactions, and wisecracks of the guide's author, me. And it guides you, the reader, through the simplest system for a happy, healthy, authentic, and genuinely grateful everyday experience. I urge you to get the book. Of course I do. I wrote it. It's either at Amazon or at my website, amperage.com, A-M-M-P-U-R-A-G-E. But even without it, let's make next week better than last, our next year better than the past, and get started now with today's episode of... Had a great brunch with family the other day. Outside, a place called Bocce Kitchen. Wow. I gotta tell you, the food quality and the food quantity... Both exceed the food prices. And the food prices ain't cheap. But, you know, they don't skimp on the shrimp, if you know what I'm saying. Even if you don't order shrimp. Anyways, sweet girl. Our son's SOB. Significant other babe. Anyways, she said as she sat looking at the remains of this giant veggie pizza quiche pie thingamajig, I wonder if I want another piece. And I said, wrong question. She said, oh, and what's the right question? I said, you should ask, I wonder if I'll want how I'm going to feel if I have another piece. She said, that seals it. Great question. And asked for a to-go box. Seriously. Fueling our lives just comes down to questions. Like, am I fueling myself or just fooling myself? And that should be Nutrition 101 and spell that Nutrition, N-E-W-Trition. You can spell 101 the normal way. Fueling ourselves or fooling ourselves. Nutrition 101, eating for how I want to feel, not for how I'm feeling or what I feel I want. Okay, what is the problem with this interaction between how we feel, what we eat, what we choose, and how it makes us feel. Why is something that we've literally been doing our entire lives still so hard for so many people to do right? Well, odds are, if you're a person who feels that way, it's because you fuel the wrong way. Remember, we have three main purposes for eating. That's it, just three. The first is based on hunger and fullness, or using food for fuel. When we listen to hunger, and we learn to pay attention and recognize it and move to comfortable fullness 
and learn to pay attention to recognize that, we satisfy the fueling aspects of eating. I mean, you don't go to the gas station, pop open the fuel tank door, scan your card, select your grade, insert the nozzle, then just let the damn thing run till the tank overflows because you're feeling emotional that day, or insecure, or you're concerned that you might run out of gas sometime soon. You recognize the capacity limits and the need. The second reason behind eating is cravings and satisfaction. Now, those are above the neck, but cravings and satisfaction can at both times be biologically and sometimes preferentially driven. But both are legitimate. Oftentimes, nutritionally, what we're lacking is what we want to be snacking on. Generally, that's not Coca-Cola. Sorry, guys. Both can be legitimate and real. But so are the legitimate and real consequences of answering the calling of our every craving and not seeking satisfaction till our intestines feel like they need to be in traction. <laughs> We've probably all done that. You see, now we need to also recognize and admit the third reason for eating. The third reason is emotional eating or stress snacking. It's when you eat because you're lonely or sad or a little depressed or bored and you don't like being bored. And that happens to most of us. Of course, we don't want that to be our main way of eating because there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect between what we're addressing and the added dressing. What we're addressing is the emotions. What we're adding to dressing is toppings and, you know, candy coatings and too much of whatever. But breaking it all down, when we realize that there's those three, it makes it easier for us to look at it without, drumroll, guilt. If we simply sit there and put a label and say, this is what I'm doing at this time. See, when we compartmentalize each of those things, it's easy to stop and see and think, wow, I'm doing a lot of emotional eating in the evening. But if we don't take care of the fuel and the cravings, the first two, it's hard to know how much of our emotional eating comes from failing to address the first two legitimate purposes of eating. When it comes down to what to eat and when, and using terms like, well, it's cheat food or a cheat day, etc. Stop cheating eating, meaning stop labeling things with negative labels. Really, when in your entire life have you ever been told to or taught to judge the term cheating as a good thing? Oh yeah, that'll make you feel better when you're eating to try and make yourself feel better. Labeling a certain food forbidden, that just can put you in a position where you create psychological deprivation. And all that means is that you can still end up feeling deprived of this food when you're physically full of it. And that's kind of full of it. Well, actually, that's empty thinking. So, if we're trying not to fool ourselves, then why do we fuel ourselves? Fuel, F-U-E-L. Well, let me count the ways. How do we fuel ourselves? Let me count the ways. Number one, to stay fit. Number two, to win the fight. And number three, for our future. The first one, our fit, that's really just movement and lifestyle shape. That's having the energy to do what we need to do, to be able to do what we want to do. Slow it down and say that again. Eating to be in lifestyle shape is to do what we need to do, to be able to do what we want to do. I heard a radio ad this last year, local DJ in my town who said, I lost 40 pounds with no exercise. 
Great. Well, good for you. How's that going to make you a healthy, strong, capable, lifestyle, live-in-large legend? If you lose weight and you're doing it because your calorie count is so damn low and nutritionally so restricted, so much so that you're even told by some programs not to exercise, and yeah, they are out there. Losing weight without exercise is not something to boast about. Now, what type of fit exercise best fits you? Especially if you find yourself all too often or when it almost always feels like failure. I know I've helped folks and I've heard this all before. Folks will say, I try and I want to, but then I trip up and I won't or sometimes I don't. So why can't I stick with every, but they should be saying any, exercise program no matter whose I've tried, no matter what I buy, no matter who it's with or what it's for, my interest always somehow seems to stall out and go from sky high down to flat on the floor. And I mean bottom floor. Well, ground level, bottom floor, it's always the best place to find your footing. So regardless of the result that it has on your body, regardless of that result, ask yourself, which exercise activity do you genuinely enjoy? Which one feels like it's really fit for you? That's what you fuel yourself for. And if fueling your body and adding fit activity into your lifestyle to facilitate that body that we're talking about, if that all really just feels like a fight to you, then father muckin' fine. It is a fight for you. Are you just going to walk away a loser? Think again. Ask again. This is your personal fight. The reason that willpower, which is what we all too often try and rely on, the reason it doesn't work as often as we hope, is because you're telling and forcing and making yourself, rather than asking yourself. Ask the questions, why and what does this mean to me? And let that compel you forward, skipping over problems and striving forward, rather than coerce you in that direction, kicking and screaming. Side note, if any of this feels and sounds right and correct to you, ask yourself, are you a highly disciplined person? Or are you more of a eh, do-what-I'm-interested-in-at-the-moment kind of person? Are you a fighter or a floater? My bet is, it don't matter. Because I've heard this from both far ends of that spectrum, the disciplined folks and the do-as-I-feel folks. And whenever you have opposite ends of a spectrum, both in agreement, both finding common ground, what lays in between their two perspectives must be some truth. Because it is true for humanity that way, not just some specific you and me personality type. And no matter the personality type, floater in life's river or whatever comes next, you're a fighter against everything that tries to dash you on the rocks. We all have one thing to look forward to and to fuel ourselves for. And that starting now, right here, is for our number three future. The human body replaces and reproduces and replicates and, and changes out and swaps out every cell within itself on an average of about seven years. So the actions that you begin taking today do literally change the you that happens tomorrow. You literally today are feeding the you that you become tomorrow. Whether it's going to be from the act that you visibly change on the outside now for the world to see, or that you, in micromanagement ways, begin to change imperceptibly on the inside. Hey, that still changes your tomorrow outcome. 
which you cannot see now, which you could see in 2020 hindsight, when your future arrives, when your tomorrow is here. You'll be different. You will be different when you defer what you intend to eat today. I'll say that again. You will be different when you defer what you intend to eat today. So every veggie that you choose and every snack that you refuse remodels and renews the you that you will someday get to. This is science, and you can trust it because you know deep inside it makes sense. And maybe it's because the place that it does make sense is deep inside, cellular level type stuff. Now, find some way within the framework of fueling yourself, not fooling yourself, to fit into the healthy active lifestyle that you want and be ready and willing to fight for your success. By the way, you do not deserve this success. You don't deserve it. Yet, today, here and now, because you haven't done the things that get you there, you've done the things that got you here. When you see and what you see in the mirror. But you know what you do deserve? A second chance. Give it to yourself. You do deserve a second chance here, now, today, and ongoing into your future. Find some way to make something of your second chance or your 72nd chance, for God's sakes, whatever it is. And on the other side of that second chance is probably your first best choice. What you wanted all along, what you wanted in the first place without regret. It is your fun, without worrying and wondering. Wondering, hey, am I going to want how I feel after I have that next heap and helping of whatever it is? Like our beloved family member at the beginning of this podcast. Hey, come on, who wants a hangover? Really? Hey, who wants a hangover? Come and get your hangover here. Head-pounding, heavy, lethargic, I-can't-function kind of hangovers here. Well, if you ever had one, you know what I mean. Hell, you know how that bellowing I just did would have possibly made you go postal on my ass if we were sharing the same space. Going postal, it's a thing, look it up. Anyways, hangovers aren't just from booze, but also from the foods that you chew and choose. So, how much fun is a hangover anyways? Not how much fun can you have while someone else is left to be recovering from their hangover. Now that is all up to you. All up to you to choose based on what you choose to chew. Well, the favorite quotes that keep me in line like 99% of the time. First, I never met anyone who gets up out of their bed after a night on the town and says, Oh, I wish I'd had another drink last night. Just one or two. That would have been a great idea. <laughs> and why? Well, it's because of the next quote. If getting drunk was how people forgot that they were mortal, then hangovers were how they remembered. Wow. If getting drunk was how people forgot they were mortal, then hangovers were how they remembered. Because I can't have any fun feeling hungover. Whether it's from booze or from breadsticks. And now, more words of wisdom from the Live Life Lean Guide itself. Entry page 275. Science is organized knowledge. Wisdom is organized life. Immanuel Kant.
and the guide's point of view on this. Chicken or the egg moment here. So, which came first? The wisdom from a now organized life or the orderly life from the wisdom of mistakes made? So what do you think about this? Using the Live Life Lean Guided System, what have you learned recently that's new? What have you earned that you know you can proudly say wasn't just given to you? Where have you added to the world that's out there ahead of you? Now, be grateful for all of this. Reflect on it. Respect it. And before you navigate somewhere next, please like, subscribe, and share to show you care. Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying your copy of the Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N guide. Enjoying it almost as much as I did creating it. And if you don't have a copy yet, go on over to Ampurage.com or Amazon and get started today experiencing the amazing power of knowing every day is literally yours to be grateful about. And you need never feel unfulfilled again. I'm Jim Hall, and until next time, good health, God bless, and now go get a little dirty learning something new, earning what's not given to you, adding to this crazy world that we share, and navigating your way to something new and next.